Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cerveta will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to week three of Akuo Church as we are continuing our series, The Four L's of Akuo. Just as a reminder, here at Akuo Church, we exist so people can be in community with Jesus and one another. And we're going to do that by using four L's. We are going to listen to God, which is the total foundation of everything that we do here. We know that when we listen to God, He will lead us well. We're also going to love people. We talked about that last week. We understand by loving people, we can change things around us. We talked about how we can be better neighbors so our community will flourish. Now, the last two L's that we have are leading by empowering and then linking to our community. This week, I want us to talk about the leading by empowering. But really, before we get to what we have to establish, a few things. The first thing I want to talk about is how when we step into this community, we become an actual family. And you'll hear people talk about how uh, we Christians are family and how we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, here is some of the scriptural background uh, that will actually back that up. The first one I want to show you is in the book of Ephesians. There, in chapter 1, it says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So God chose us through love to be a part of his adopted family through what Jesus did on the cross. Then we get the chance to accept being chosen by him, much in the same way as when we have dinner at my house. Normally, uh, my wife Lauren will cook, and while she gets everything together, puts it on a plate, and she will serve us out of love. And then she'll place it right in front of us so we can eat this food and grow stronger and just have a nice meal. Well, Lauren has chosen us as the recipients of a delicious dinner. However, it is up to us to actually eat it. Even though me and my kids have been chosen, we get the choice to actually eat it. Now, what kind of parent and spouse would Lauren be if she grabbed the food and just shoved it down our throats and we had no choice? God is doing the same thing here when it's talking about how we are chosen in advance. Now, another time we see Christians displayed as having a family relationship comes from Jesus himself. In this story, Jesus is talking to a crowd of people, and Jesus' mother and brothers show up. Now, according to the book of John, Jesus' brothers didn't actually believe that he was the Son of God, uh, at that point, but the brothers would actually eventually believe later on that Jesus was the Son of God when he like came back from the dead. That, that was the proof they needed. Well, anyways, the crowd is telling Jesus that his mom and brothers are there and want to talk to him. Now, some scholars think that the brothers showed up so they would gain favor in this crowd by being related to Jesus. Maybe they get some of those fringe benefits of being related to, to the man. So here's what Jesus tells the crowd. Then he pointed to his disciples and said, look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Now, there are always two things I take from the scripture. One, what a burn on Jesus' family right there, right? But two, what Jesus was really doing is turning everything on his head. You see, at this point, you had to be a special person to have access to God. You had to be a priest or a holy person to be able to regularly communicate with God. But here's Jesus. He's telling everyone that you don't have to be a special person with the right bloodline to access him 
What he is saying is that all you have to do to be in the family is do the will of his Father in heaven. Well, I'm sure what you guys are asking right now is, what is the will of the Father? Well, if anyone knows what that could be, it would be Jesus, right? Jesus was in constant communication with his Father, with our Father. Now, Jesus said in the book of John that he came down so he would do the will of the Father and not his own. So Jesus would be able to tell us what we need to be doing while we are here on this earth, right? And he does exactly that in Matthew 28. I want to put this out there. What Jesus is talking about here is the family business. This is what all believers, this is what all Christians are supposed to be doing. This is what we should all be working together to do. Okay, so Matthew 28 says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. So just stop right there. Jesus has been given all the authority to do what he wants, but Jesus is doing the will of the Father. Okay, back to the scripture. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So this is the will of the Father. This is the family business. What he wants us to do as believers is go out into the world and teach new people what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus. Now, going back to my illustration of dinner at my house, it's nice for my wife to be able to lovingly serve our kids a delicious dinner almost every night. However, at some point, the kids are going to need to know how to cook for themselves, which is one thing. Being able to feed yourself is important. But where she will want to get them is in a place where they can cook and feed other people. Lauren is going to want to be able to pass her abilities over to the kids at a level where they can feed an entire family of their own. And you see, that's exactly what Jesus is talking about right here. He wants us to not only become a disciple of his, he wants us to be able to grow, feed, and nurture other people so that they can also become disciples of Jesus. Then someday those disciples will grow, feed, and nurture disciples of their own. Then those disciples will do the same thing and so on and so forth for the rest of existence. Okay, so we know what the family business is. We want to go and let everyone know about Jesus and what it takes to follow him. So in this family business, it wouldn't make a lot of sense if we were all doing the same thing, right? When it comes to dinner time in my house, we all have different roles that we play. Lauren will make the dinner. Me and the kids will normally clean off our areas. And then whoever doesn't cook will wash dishes. Normally, that's me. Then there are times that we cook outside at the barbecue pit. Now, when that happens, my culinary skills come into the play. My hot dogs are ah, delicious. But seriously, I wouldn't expect Lauren to cook out there because she excels with the burners in the kitchen and I just happen to be like a little bit better than her outside with the barbecue pit. So I'm the one that will teach either one of our kids how to grill outside. Now, the same type of thing happens in God's family business. We have all been given different roles or abilities so we can help out. And we see this exact thing at work in Ephesians 4. There it says, however, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. That is why the scriptures say, when he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people, which is basically quoting Psalm 68. 
notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. So as you all see, there have been different gifts that we have been given. We all have different roles that we can play. You see, the apostles would be like missionaries going into different countries and areas that haven't necessarily received the gospel of Jesus yet. The prophets are people that can hear from God and be able to deliver those messages from Him. Evangelists spread the gospel no matter where they go. Then you have the, the pastors and, and the teachers. These two might actually seem like the same thing, but, but they're not. Teachers will transfer information from like one head to another head. Uh, it's sharing thoughts and ideas with people. But pastors are a little different. They will have more of an emotional side to it. This will be the person that can encourage you to move in a direction that will be beneficial to you. It's not just about information. Now, normally with these people, teachers will, will be more book and research driven, whereas a pastor will be more driven by people. But these aren't the only spiritual gifts given by God that we see in the Bible. Romans 12 talks like this. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophecy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift isn't to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So here are a few more of the gifts. You see encouragement. That's what it sounds like, right? You're able to speak encouraging words as a spiritual gift. Then there is giving, which you have something in you that just wants to give and give, and God gives you the ability to continue to give. There's also leadership and showing kindness for others, and those are, are pretty self-explanatory. Now, there are more gifts that are available to us, but I just didn't have enough time to get all of these things in here. Uh, but here's the thing that you have to remember about these gifts. These are things that are given to you by God. They are not just things that you might like to happen, you know, you happen to like doing. Uh, these are things where when you do them, God will shine through you. When you do them, God will fill you up. Using these spiritual gifts can be like an act of worship. The same feeling you get when you are listening to a song and pouring your heart out is the same thing that can happen when you are working in the family business the way God has called you to. And we see that at work in 1 Corinthians. We see the explanation of where we get these gifts of how these roles are handed out to us in the family business. There it says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. 
Now, this is getting back to the will of the Father, right? We have these gifts and abilities. We have this role in the family business to help each other. This is what we talked about last week, right? Being in a community. So I've laid all these ideas out for you today. These three ideas. We are a family. We have a family business. And we all play a role in this business. And it's because of these three thoughts that we have arrived at our big idea today. So if you only remember one thing about this service, I want you to remember this phrase. Live out your role in the family business. Live out your role in the family business. Now, I know this can be intimidating. I know for some of you, there might be some doubts. You're looking around and saying, ah, I can't, I can't do this. Or, uh, you know, this role is too big. Or, uh, I don't even know what my role is. I don't know what my spiritual gifts are. So here's actually one of the cool things about our roles, about the gifting that God has given us through the Holy Spirit. You are in the exact right place to use your specific set of spiritual gifts. You are in the exact right place to use your specific set of spiritual gifts. The reason someone else hasn't been sent to the place you are in is because God has already sent you. He has given you the situation you are in, and he has given you the spiritual gifts to serve that situation. You are the only you in the world, and you have been put together for the exact place you are in. God didn't make anyone else to be you except for you. It's your distinct advantage over everyone else. God has built you to live out your role in the family business. Also, I don't want you to get stuck comparing your gifting and your role to someone else's. It's going to be different. We can't all be cooks in the kitchen at the same time. That's too many cooks. Now, if you don't know what your spiritual gifts are, we wanna help. We wanna help you figure this out. So starting later this year, we're gonna set up a weekly community group where you can dig into this. We will help you figure out what your spiritual gifts are and we will point you to the place that you can live out your role in the family business. We want you to find your purpose in God's kingdom. We want to lead you by empowering you to change the world. Until then, there are some simple things that you can do. Remember earlier, no matter who we are, we can always do the will of the Father. That role is for everyone to live out in the family business. Now, I mentioned this in passing earlier, but let's look and see what Jesus has to say about this in the book of John. So there in John 6, Jesus says, For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of all of those he has given me, but that I should raise them up at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. So for us, if you don't know your exact role in the family business just yet, that's okay. You can do this. You can share the gospel, the good news of Jesus. You can tell people who Jesus was when he was on the earth. You can tell people about the spirit he has put into all of us. And you can tell them about the grace that he has poured out for every single person that simply believes in him. This is the role that Jesus lived out in the family business. Jesus lived a life of perfection, a life completely without sin. Then what he did was give up his own life. He went up on that cross and allowed himself to be beaten, humiliated, and eventually killed. 
He did that so he could become the perfect sacrifice for every single thing that we have done wrong in our lives. All we have to do to have access to that forgiveness, to that grace, to that Holy Spirit, access to find out our role in the family business and to enjoy eternal life. All we have to do is simply believe that Jesus died for us. There are no hoops. There's no ritual. There isn't anything that needs to be done except for a simple conversation between you and him. So that is what we can do and explain to people. The idea is the foundation of the family business. This is a way we can live out our role in the family business. Now, for some of you watching today, you haven't believed yet. You're skeptical about all this. There are certain things that have kept you from telling Jesus that you believe in him. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take the smallest step of faith today. If you want to do that, I'm going to ask you to pray in a second. But first, if you have talked to Jesus already and you are a part of the family business, I want you to pray for the people that haven't started just yet. Because as you and spiritual investigators are kicking the tires and all this Jesus stuff, I want you to know that we care for you and we are praying for you. No one prays alone here at Akuo Church. Okay, so if you want to take your first step of faith today and talk to Jesus, you can say something like this with him. Just kind of bow your head and and, and talk to him. Just say something like, Jesus, I don't know you. I don't fully understand how you work, but I want to know. I want you to show up. I need something more than what I have right now. I want to hear you speaking in my life. So right now, I'm here to say, I give you my life. I believe you died for me. Please show up and help me. Amen. Now, if you have been a believer for five decades or for five seconds, you just started right now and you want to experience your role in the family business, I want you to pray something like this with me. God, I know you have a purpose for my life. I know that you have created me in a special way. I know that you have given a set of spiritual gifts to me that I can use for the family business. Today, I ask you to have them explode in my life. I ask you to make my role so crystal clear that I can't deny it. Lord, I ask for your spirit to move through me so I can be the best member I can possibly be in the family business. Thank you. Thank you for the role you have given me and for sending Jesus down to lay his life down for me. I love you. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for being a part of our service here at Akuo. If you need anything at all, don't hesitate to message us on our social media platforms, or you can go to our website, akuo.church, to contact us. Also, since we are a totally digital church right now, we need you guys to help us move digitally. There are two very easy ways that you can do that. The first thing you can do is to share this video on your social media, or you can just send the link to someone that you know that needs to hear this message. Another thing you can do is like our social media or subscribe to our YouTube channel. By doing this, you will help us get these messages out to more people than we could ever imagine. The next thing I want to talk about is how we practice generosity here at Akuo Church. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We believe that when you trust God with anything in your life, there's a blessing. We believe that it's the same with your finances. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to get a Bentley that has wheels that keep going even after the car stopped, you know, get those spinners on it. But 
you will receive a spiritual blessing from God if you trust him with any aspect of your life. So we don't want you to miss out on this blessing. So you can tithe here at Akuo by going to our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O.church and by clicking on the giving link. Now, one last thing. Each Wednesday night, we have a Bible study through Zoom. It's a time where we get together online, sing some worship music, read through the Bible, and pray with one another. Uh, it's been a lot of fun each and every week, and we would love to see all of you there. The link for the Zoom meeting is posted in our social media, all of our social media, right now. All right, guys, that's our third service. I don't know when I'm going to stop counting services. I'm, I'm still way too excited and amazed that we're actually here, so I, I don't even know. We're just going to keep on counting the services because this is a lot of fun. Uh, anyways, I want you to know that I love you, and I'm praying for each and every one of you. So let me just go ahead and pray for you guys right now. Lord, I pray that all the folks that are watching and listening right now would be able to receive your spiritual gifts, that they would get like a double portion of your spiritual gifting. I pray that you would allow them to see the role that you have placed for them in the family business and that they would be able to live it out in the absolute best way possible. We love you and we pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.